Joining me now as we take a look at the equity space is Lonobo Makubela from Perpetua. Thank you so much for your time, Lonobo. Now, quite a different picture than we have seen recently on the markets front. We are seeing a sea of red uh, all over the board there, except for the industrials, actually, when you look at the JSC. So uh, red in all the other sectors, also U.S. markets in the red, European markets in the red. Uh, what's your take on what uh, sentiment is right now in the markets? Uh, yes, uh, yes, and I think we've had a um, a much stronger start than many had expected. I think, we, you know, when when looking back at the beginning of the year, one would have thought, you know, that yes, you'll have inflation moderating, um, but potentially a much weaker economy as well. You know, and it's there's definitely been this tussle between there's good news, bad news, and bad news, good news, mm. you know, so to, to some degree as one sees you know, the um, economy slowing at the same time the market reads through that inflation is slowing. So sometimes they read that optimistically and sometimes um, pessimistically. It's actually quite hard to, to you know, to, to make a call on it. But ultimately, yeah. one has to believe that if the economy is weaker, then you probably would expect that, you know, it's going to have an impact on company earnings um, and ultimately is, is negative. So it's it's not a surprise, I guess, that we see this tussle in sentiment, really, yeah. um, at this point in the market. Quite interesting, because you're seeing that, uh, as much as you are seeing losses on the JSC, but they're more limited than you would see in the other stock markets. And I'm actually just wondering, because I saw that the industrial 25 is up, and you saw Richmond and Nespers um, being the most gainers on the top 40. Um, is there anything significant there or just um, kind of a remainder of the positive sentiment from China's reopening? Yeah, uh, um, I think there is still probably some positive news outside of China with the reopening. I, I saw, for example, a broker note today talking about, you know, Richmond um, being highly exposed to China and probably will, will be a beneficiary of such, you know, yeah. so maybe doesn't, you know, doesn't really um, surprise one. I mean, the only thing I'd mention around like where there are pockets of green, I'd, I'd say it, it does tend to be locally focused businesses. Yeah. Um, I think kind of South African Inc. had been sold out, you know, for some time now um, and, and, and generally tends to perform better on on the down days. Ah, all right. Well, let's uh, take a look at uh, the company updates that did come out of the JC today. Let's start off with Sasol. You did see quite a strong positive reaction from the markets after they released that six-month uh, update, uh, operational and sales update. Quite a mixed bag there. Um, you look at, you know, uh, difference uh, between volumes in the different units and also different geographies. And they do say that they expect volatility to continue on volumes and pricing uh, going forward. But at the same time, they are still really cushioned with the current oil prices that they are seeing. Is Sasol still quite a bullish case at the moment? Yeah, uh, it was an interesting update from Cecil. I think the main, probably a slight improvement when one compares Q1 versus Q2, you know, they had some challenges in their uh, uh, production. It was actually two issues. The one was coal quality, um, and the second one was, uh, you know, machine breakdowns. So it seems like the machine breakdowns, they've got a handle on them. So there was an improvement in production, um, you know, for this for this um, past quarter. So I think that's probably why the market you know, rallied the share um, somewhat today. 
I think the in terms of Sassel and Sassel's valuation, uh, I mean, we were working out that relative to where Sassel, the multiples, you know, that Sassel used to trade at, um, you know, it's currently got a market cap of about 200 billion. Typically, it actually would be worth around 400, um, you know, at, at this juncture. So there is a big discount being applied to Sassel primarily for, I'd say, um, you know, CO2 transition. Um, so uncertainty around that um, and whether how how successful they can be in executing is true for most um, global oil and gas majors. Um, so it's not unique, mm-hmm. um, you know, but but certainly I'd say that as you know, how does this unwind? It would have to be unwind as Sassol provides clarity and color on the transition. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, market really bullish on Sasol. Uh, another counter that the markets are usually bullish on, uh, but not quite the same reaction today is Clicks. So they came out with a 20-week update saying that retail sales, um, excluding vaccinations, were up 12.2%. They said that uh, they did experience good growth because of Black Friday and the Christmas shopping period where they gained market share in all their categories. How did you digest those numbers? Because, yeah, just looking at that share price movement, not really encouraging. I think at some point it was down uh, about uh, almost 2%. So how did you di- digest those? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, <laughs> it's always interesting in that, you know, the top line or the revenue always 8 9 10%, you know, there and thereabouts. Yeah. So never really major surprises um, and, and and I guess in this number, it was also consistent with that. Sometimes we mix changes, so you know the um, the retail does better than the, um, the wholesaling business, um, yeah. which was the case in this in this result. But yeah, I think more or less I'm in line with you know how it, mm. it typically tends to perform. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think the market sometimes I understand in that you know when the sentiment or the rating on the share is as high as it is. You know, if it doesn't surprise to the upside, then the market can be disappointed. Yeah. Um, which maybe is what, partly what was being reflected today. Ah. Um, L- let's quickly talk about ArcelorMittal before I go to your stock pick, because at some point last year, that was a stock that seemed to be making a turnaround. Uh, they were supported um, at some point by the high steel prices, but now that's not the case. Uh, there was pressure on that, so, but also uh, the uh, prices of raw, material, uh, raw materials were starting to catch up with them, squeezing their margins, also talking about slow demand and also being affected by transnet issues. ArcelorMittal, at the moment, how are you taking that stock? Yeah, I, th- I think it's... Um, I think the points they highlight are, are spot on. I mean, for some years, the domestic market's been weak, and actually, um, Metal makes more profits out of the domestic business, not yeah. the export business. You know, so the weakness does does translate. Um, I think, and then also, secondly, the you know the high input cost pressure that's pretty much come from all sides, um, particularly on energy, um, but you'd imagine chemicals as well, iron ore prices. You know, also. Um, Taking up now as well, so you know the cost pressure is coming on all sides, and maybe one can take a step back and say that China's been maybe not exporting as much as they typically could because of COVID, and yeah. one would probably expect a rebound in Chinese exports. So that kind of keeps the steel price, um, one would think, 
you know, more depressed yeah. relative to the input cost pressures. Yeah. And if you look at it, actually, you'll see that Natal's earnings last year, like that six rand were like a multi-year high. Yeah. You know, indeed. so they, they were, yeah. Indeed. Um, it was yeah. unlike, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see how they perform, especially with the reopening of China. We're going to be keeping a close eye on that. Let's get to your stock pick quickly, Lonobo. Yeah, yeah, I went with uh, MBEV, um, so um, so Brazilian listed, um, 60% owned by InBev or Anheuser-Busch um, listed in SA. Really, the thesis there is that, um, you know, they've been hit quite hard um, with cost pressure um, as well as the Brazilian real weakening. Um, so that's had an impact on their margins of halved, I think, from typically maybe, you know, 40 to 20. Um, so we think there is, we think the share price is, assuming that margins will probably stay level um, at the 20. So I think there's actually a margin recovery story there ah. um, as they reprice in the years to come. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for giving us your analysis and insights today, Lonobo. Uh, that was Lonobo Makubela from Perpetua.